All right. Well, we are going to obviously be dissecting the AFC championship game all throughout the week, but now let's focus our attention back to the chiefs game against the Jaguars guys. As we know, Patrick Mahomes suffered an ankle injury in the game, but powered through it to finish the game. Was this his Michael Jordan flu game moment? But by the way, I tweeted ankle game and it didn't really catch on, but no, I mean, I doesn't doesn't have a ring to it, you know, ankle game. Um, One leg game, maybe? I feel like we'll have to name the game after. First, Jay Glazer's report was, quote, Patrick Mahomes woke up way better today than people in the organization thought he would. Because, of course, because, of course, that's the way it was. But the answer is yes, if they win the Super Bowl. Does anybody want to rehash Grim Reaper? And how short of an amount of time we got to enjoy that moment. (laughs) It was ruined. Immediately the next week, that's what could happen to this. And that would be stupid. It would be stupid to have what was a gutty performance, the ankle game, the one leg, I don't care what you call it. He deserves to have that game memorialized. But the problem is Jordan's flu game was eventually in a title, right? They won a title. They won the NBA finals. And if you do that, then we're having a very different conversation because everything that you want from like an epic game that lives in history, that lives in lore occurred. Patrick Mahomes was openly yelling at his coaches on the sideline. I'm fine. Put me in the game. Stop it. I want to play. And they're like, dude, you got to get an MRI. You got to get an x-ray. He's like, no, I'm fine. Stop it. They still make him go out there. They find out it's a high ankle sprain, which by the way, sometimes holds out players in the NFL for like two to six weeks. He goes back out there and ends up performing just as well as he did in the first half in leading his team to a victory. So yes, it is his Michael Jordan flu game, but it only counts as that if they win the Super Bowl. It's it'll, Otherwise, it'll just be like, man, that was cool, which is what happened in the 13th second game and all those things with it. To get the, the, the it's the Jordan flu game, you have to win the title. Yeah, you aren't going to remember this if it ends up with not even an AFC championship, right? At least get yeah. to the yeah. Super Bowl. But the way the AFC's played out this year with all of us talking about these three teams all season long, and then sort of as a sidebar, we'll, we'll talk about like who in the NFC do you think is the biggest threat, right? Is it the Eagles with Jalen Hurts? At no point is anybody really, I mean, at least that I have heard, thought that the Eagles or the Niners were the best team in football. It's always been the Bills. It's always been the Chiefs. And now sort of the Bengals are getting tossed into that conversation. So even if you went and lost the Super Bowl, there would still be something. But we don't make T-shirts about anything once you win the Super Bowl unless you win the Super Bowl again. So like Grim Reaper, 13 seconds, like like anything that you want to try and attribute to like being something meaningful and historic has to come in a win. Remember in the original Bengals game, Mahomes had the the dunk, right? The touchdown run where he basically jumped and dunked over the lineman, but yeah. they lost the game. So none of us have talked about it since then. That was one of the coolest moments of his career. But if it comes in a losing effort or when it comes in an it's, effort that you're not, you don't want to remember, then it doesn't really mean anything. The great injury moments, like the ones that we can all name, all were championships. You know, Kirk Gibson, he hits the homer and he's like walking on one leg, homer, World Series, right? Carrie Strug. Carrie Strug. She won the gold. She won the gold. Every, every like, wow, look at them power through the injury part is a, is like, it it ends in the title. I understand that Mahomes can't help it. Like if he had done this in the Super Bowl, then we know it's cemented. Like it's done. 
I know that both of his coolest moments here recently came in the divisional round and one last year ended short. And we could have been talking about the Grim Reaper. I, you know, this is going to sound like way too early for this. Not even worried about the injury. I know that sounds crazy early for that, but you know, look, it's already, he got himself back in the game. I think it could limit his mobility in a little bit. And Cincinnati certainly got a ton of pressure in this game, which can be a problem in its own right. But I don't know, man. He is that guy that will just not let it show five days from now. He will take whatever shot he needs in the ankle or wrap it up triple times. And maybe that little bit of running ability will be lost a little bit. We saw in this game, he like peg leg hopped for a first down still. Like there's just not, there's no quit. Like I know that I should be like on ankle watch this entire week. You know, we could have like a sounder for this whole thing ankle watch and it's just <laughs> we're like focused in on every little bit here he is slightly walking into a locker room or here he is talking about the injury for a minute but i feel like he's going to be close enough that i'm never going to let the ankle be the reason i say they didn't beat cincinnati so to me then it's not a concern well yes and for those wondering will he play on sunday will he be okay on sunday um as Cody alluded to, Adam Schefter did tweet the MRI confirmed. It's just a high ankle sprain. Nothing more than that. Uh, Mahomes said he plans to play in the game on Sunday in the AFC championship. Um, he already tweeted right after the Bengals bills game o'clock. You know what that means, guys? He's ready to go. I'm not, I'm actually not worried about this game. Am I freaked out? Yes, but I feel good about this. I think we have a lot of momentum going our way. The team that didn't play in this this game last year won the AFC championship and that's us this year. Can you break down to me? Can you break down to me the difference between not being afraid, but being freaked out? Like what's that <laughs> emotional state like for you? I am nervous. I am anxious. I'm going to be a mess, but I have a good feeling about this. I'm not scared. Like I have been in the past. Have we, had, did you have any dreams? You were talking about that, right? Any dreams you had about the game? Um, no, actually. <laughs> Nick, have you had any dreams? Maybe there's I more think, than one I think uh, Mama Kelsey was in my dream last night. Listen, that's a good sign. That's, that is, that's a great <laughs> that's sign. That's a great sign. Are you kidding? I do want to say one thing. You know, I told you guys on Friday's episode that I had a dream that uh, Isaiah Pacheco scored a touchdown on a pick six, which didn't make sense. But Pacheco had a great game. Jalen Watson had a big interception on a pick six, but also fellow seventh rounder. So... Am I clairvoyant? Oh, to say? Connecting those dots. Look at us. Just saying. Through. That's a good point. Also, I know maybe Wednesday or maybe it's the offseason. Damn, Brett. Brett Feach got two seventh rounders to matter in a divisional round playoff game. Kudos. Can I say something? Uh, you know, you guys gave me a lot of shit for saying that I Rightfully didn't think so. the Chiefs had yeah. Super Bowl vibes, right? I will say, I will, I will tell you, um, Mahomes coming back in that – I mean, just go through everything, right? Chad Henney – Mahomes getting injured. Chad Henney coming in, leading the team on a 98-yard touchdown drive. I Mahomes mean. coming back in, be looking like a normal Patrick Mahomes or a 97% Patrick Mahomes, throwing jump pass touchdowns, seventh-round pick, getting a game-clinching super freak interception – Kind of had me feeling Super Bowl vibes on Saturday. Oh, Nick is coming around. Welcome to the club. But you know what I mean? Late like, to the vibes. Late vibes. You know what? You guys, you guys give me a hard time, and that's fine. I, I deserve it. But it felt like the first time this year that, like, oh, okay. Because all season long, 
when the Chiefs have gone up, I mean, yeah, you t- you take the Bills and the Bengals games and you say, okay, well, what the hell? Like, these are the two games that we've cared about, and you lost both of them. And there were just a handful of times where it didn't feel like the Chiefs were, like, asserting their dominance over some of these teams. And Saturday was one of the first times where you built a lead, you didn't really let the team back in, you clinched it with a couple of big plays late. Like it just kind of had all of the feelings that I feel like weren't always present this season. You were, you were like, I get it. Like I, I get that feeling. Cause you're like waiting for his, uh, his like Jason Bourne moment. You're like, oh, okay, cool. He like knocked out a couple of beat cops. That's impressive. And yeah. then later it's like, okay, he took down a couple of Marines. I mean, that also yeah, do good. something crazy, then, like do something really he, impressive. But then when he stabs that pin in the super assassin hands, you're like, oh shit. That guy's that guy's dangerous. Yeah, that, that guy might be a real problem for everyone. Like it did kind of feel like that for a moment. It was just like what, like that was the best I felt about the team all year. Because even though the game was like I guess semi close, it was similar to last Jags game where they kept him at arm's distance. But the second Chad Henney and whatever, and it's just like okay, well this team like you finally got the first. I think what you're saying like team of destiny vibes, Nick. The you know where you're like. Yeah, 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 it's supposed to be you. I don't know why, but it's supposed to be you. Is there a better feeling than knowing that you're still in really good hands with your backup quarterback? I mean, that was incredible. I tried to get him fired in the preseason. I'd like to formally apologize for that. I was like, <laughs> what would the difference be if it was Shane Bouchelle? Well, probably a little bit of a difference. That was when you, would, I think that was when it was time for the regular season to start. You had, <laughs> I, think, I think we had officially run out of things to yeah. say when you, you know what? Let me go ahead and let me can Chad Henney real quick. Just for no reason. He yeah, didn't no even do anything. No. He's just living his life, <laughs> just doing nothing wrong. Cody's just and, sitting at home one night saying, you know who needs to get the hell out of town? Chad Henney. Chad Henney. What do he do to you? <laughs> Legend. He can stay <laughs> as long as he wants. Put him in the ringer honor. I don't care. <laughs> I saw that tweet. I think that's another reason I feel good about this game is because we play up. We show up. We, we step up in big games. We yeah. don't self-combust and... I don't know. I have a good feeling, guys. This was a complete win. We said it multiple times after the game. Um, speaking of complete wins, the defense was the star in this game. Also the star. There were many stars. Can they do it again against Cincinnati? So, well, they've had their three worst defensive performances of the last two years all against Cincinnati. So I think maybe we could probably break that down later in the week a little bit. So I, the initial part is I'm worried they can't. And I don't even know if it's fully their fault. It's because of what Cincinnati can do to most defenses because of how talented they are at running back, at wide receiver. They still have a pretty good tight end. Like, I thought their offensive line trouble might give them more issues in this Bills game, but the Bills don't have a pass rush. They haven't had a good pass rush for the last, like, six weeks. Ever since Von Miller went down, that team's not the same. So they kind of got to pick and choose again. But, But credit to the defense a lot because when Mahomes went down, my first thought was, okay, been a long time defense, and we just said, you have to win a game now. Like, I mean, we're really counting on you more than any other unit on the entire field. You have to do it, and not just for a drive. We do that for the defense sometimes, like, hey, can you do it for a drive? No, we're saying there are two and a half quarters left in this game, and you are going to have to be present for the entire thing. And I thought they played maybe their most complete half of football. I know there's that one driver, Trevor Lawrence, goes down the field and scores. Okay, well, he's Trevor Lawrence. He's got a lot of good weapons. That'll happen. Outside of that, consistent pressure, turnovers. They got sacks. They made big stops on third and fourth downs when they needed it. 
They kept giving the ball back to the Chiefs while Mahomes was still trying to kind of figure out how to play on that ankle. Uh, it was one of their most impressive performances of the season. The defense showed up in a huge way in this game. Yeah, I, I thought they were good. I don't think I don't know if it, I think it was their best performance of the season. I think that that shutout that they pitched in the yeah. second half versus the Titans is probably going to take the cake for me. But they were really good and got you know huge turnovers at the end of the game when they needed them. I will say that they need to be better against the Bengals. They're going to have to be perfect against mm-hmm. Cincinnati. I really I really think so. And we'll score forty. Yeah. And that should be sort of the expectation if you want to go to the Super Bowl. It shouldn't be that, oh, well, you can just be okay, especially with the quarterback who has a high ankle sprain now. Like Being okay in these sorts of games isn't going to be good enough. This team is going to have to play their most complete game, knowing that the defense now has added pressure on them, not knowing what you're going to get from Mahomes. I know we're not worried about him, and we know he's going to play through the injury, and I'm sure the teammates think he's a superhero as well, but – you you still have to go into that game right with maybe that in the back of your head thinking we better be ready to lift the offense up if there's a chance that we're going to be less than 100% on the other side of the ball. I wonder whether or not, and, and I, yeah, I mean, but it was, you know what it was, Nick, is the reason why it stood out to me is this is the best the safeties had played and maybe the best they've tackled. Like, and those are things that have failed them a lot of times this year, right? In other great defensive efforts this year, they've had a good pass rush or they've gotten sacks. But the safety play and the tackling, that's never really resolved itself. And in this game, that was the best it's been. Like, wow, look at Thornhill. Look at Cook. Look at, like, look at Reed. And look, Reed, I don't know if Cincinnati's going to pin back up the shit he said after that last oh, Cincinnati no. game. Oh, no. Don't you remember? Don't you remember in the press conference? The when we started to question Justin Reed was he got pretty chatty in the lead up to that Bengals game. And then he came out of that Bengals game. He's like, I played great. I don't know what anyone's talking about. And so like, I don't like to see that out of their defense, I think really mattered because that was the question we had about the defense going into the postseason is they're still crazy young. Like Jalen Watson is someone has to come up with a big play. It's like, can you, it's the postseason. You've never even played in it. And they did. Like a lot of their young players, even though they don't have a lot of experience on defense, played really well in that game. Well, you know what? I think to your point, I get kind of caught up in looking at, okay, how many, you know, how efficient was the offense? How much, yeah. when you're looking at the Chiefs defense, how easily were they moving the ball down the field? How many points did they score, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, one thing we haven't talked about in a long time is turnover margin. Remember early in the season, we were talking about how that was maybe one of the bugaboos for the Chiefs was the fact that the offense was turning it over at a characteristically, uncharacteristically high rate, and the defense wasn't forcing turnovers. During this winning streak, they've forced 12 turnovers. So this time of year, if you got to score 40 to win, or if this game's played in the 30s, 40s, I guess I don't really care, because I'll take that. If we're going to talk about it as being a problem, and then it changes, then I think we deserve to give them credit for the improvements that they have made. The Chiefs won the turnover battle two to nothing versus Jacksonville. That is, it's really easy to point to where those happened at the end of the game. That wins you football games. And I guarantee you, if you, if you win the turnover battle two to nothing versus Cincinnati, you're going to the Super Bowl. And, and yeah, you are. Absolutely you are. And it's just like when you like they held Burrow to 217 yards on 39 pass attempts. Like, I mean, it the, the secondary is where the question marks are, right? I mean, that that like they're young everywhere. They're, 
They're starting two rookies, three rookies at times, second year players, young safeties. It's like that. That's where the problem was supposed to be. And it's not, I get it. It's not Jamar Chase and T against and Tyler Boyd. I'm not going to try to even pretend like Marvin Jones and Christian Kirk is that because that's obviously not comparable. They will score more points. The real question for the defense, like to me, I'm back to the defense in this game. Nick, you're talking about being perfect. To me, it's hold them under 30. That's really what I'm asking from the defense this week. Under 30 would be fine. You tell me it's 27, I'll have to take my chances and hope that a one-legged Mahomes, if that's what it comes to, can still score 30. Because asking Kansas City to hold them to less than that might be asking too much. He still didn't get a sack from Chris Jones, but mm. let's we got it's gonna happen against Cincinnati. I can feel it. And he got consistent pressure again. It's just like he can't. He's get so the, close. The like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, fortunately, uh, Frank Clark is back yeah. to being playoff Frank Clark and Jeez. is one of the greatest sack artists in postseason history. So I guess I'll take that trade off. And it was wild. He was like talking like on Friday and on Saturday to like national report. He's like, oh, watch out. I'm going to go off. And you're like, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, I don't know why you've chosen this moment to start talking again, but all right. And then he did. I was like, okay, I'll just shut up. My bad. I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't Forced realize that you could all apparently time. Just... I didn't He's realize. Tied. Dang. He is tied with Reggie White. Dude, he was Whoa. incredible. He ended a single series by himself. He yeah. had a tip pass at the line. Then he had a tripping call against him. Then he got the sack. You're like, good God, man. What the hell? <laughs> like, I didn't realize Frank Clark like that still existed. Honestly, just as long as either Frank Clark or Chris Jones is doing that, we'll probably be okay.